the more I watch Ancient Aliens, I'm like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> This is the Pleasurable Money Podcast. Hi, I'm Megan, and I'm the divine alien driving this here spaceship. I'm a pleasurable money coach with over a decade of experience in finance. During that time, I have learned that a mix of systems and spirituality makes a perfect blend. I have helped hundreds of spiritual business owners heal their relationship with money, and I'm here to teach you how to become money's ride or die. Stop treating money like a booty call using the help of tools like breathwork and pleasure, which will be featured on this podcast, and learn from me and other experts about how to own your wealth. Together, we will break down what it looks like to be in relationship with money and to be in full embodiment with your pleasure. Hey, everybody. Hi, friends. Hi, Megan. And I'm Allison. And today we are interviewing a special guest, Megan Wall of Sacred Numbers Finance. And we're going to have a really cool conversation about numbers. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into this. Let's get weird. Yay, I'm so excited. Oh my God, this is going to be so fun. Yeah, thank you so much. So before we get started, do you have any like questions for us? No, not at all. I just, I'm so pumped. I love paranormal stuff. I listen to it constantly. I've been binge watching Ancient Aliens here for a while. (laughs) Oh my God, you've been prepping. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, so I guess we'll we'll just get started. So thank you for being on the podcast. Do you want to introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So my name is Megan Wall. I own a company called Sacred Numbers Finance. I've been in finance for about 10 years now. I live in New York. I'm originally from Alabama, but -hmm. been here for about two and a half years. And I just love all things spirituality and paranormal and aliens. Mm -hmm. So you're in the right spot. (laughs) How did you um, fall into spirituality? Because I know you were kind of in like a regular corporate job first, right? Or regular corporate path. Yeah. So I've been in corporate my whole career. I started my spiritual journey, I would say like four or five years ago, maybe. And it really just came from following people on Instagram that I really admired and artists, people that were on their own spiritual journey. And it really just kind of inspired me to take another look at my own life and be like, (laughs) what can I change here? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, definitely. I like I'm spiritual as well. And that's the same journey of like, okay, how can I heal? And I know you heal specifically around money, which is really cool because you're a finance advisor for spiritual businesses. So do you want to chat a little bit about your your business? Yeah, so I offer CFO level services for spiritual companies who do like retreats, like yoga teachers and tarot readers, all of the spiritual, anything that falls under the umbrella. And honestly, I work with people who are spiritual in themselves. So it doesn't really have to be like your business doesn't have to be spiritual. So I have like a number of social media managers. So that's not really like inherently Mm -hmm. spiritual, but we get along because they personally are spiritual. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's just so fun. And I offer money coaching to people who need to fall in love with their money. That's my big thing is we need to finally fall in love with our money and no more avoidance and meeting money head on and being grateful for it in every form that it takes. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's that's what led you to make Abundance Alchemy, which is your new program coming out, which is pretty cool. I'm going to be a part of it. I'm excited because I want to really revamp the way I think about money too. I am so pumped. And it honestly has done so much better than I ever could have dreamed. Like I had enrolled the first two people within the first few days of promoting. And already I was like, you know what? If nobody else signs up, already my worst fear has like been met, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your worst fear is like, nobody's going to sign up. Like you're going to be promoting this thing. It's going to start and you're going to be talking to crickets. Right. So yeah, it's a big leap. It's a big risk, right? Is this your first big program that you're releasing? Yeah. I've had a bunch of one-on-one clients and I have a bunch of finance clients, but yeah, this was my first group coaching program that I wanted to do. And I originally had super high hopes for it. And so I'm just really excited. Thank you so much for joining. And we're going to like make magic happen, dude. Yeah, I'm so ready, especially around money. Mm-hmm. So on your Instagram, which is at Sacred Numbers Finance, right? Mm-hmm. You do Instagram tarot reads. Do you want to talk a little bit about your tarot journey? Oh my God. I am fascinated by tarot. I don't have any training or anything. I don't claim to be like a tarot reader. I do intuitive card pulls. So I mm-hmm. do tarot pulls and oracle pulls. But as far as like interpreting them, I go with my gut. Like if I know you, I know. Allison, you and I have done a few together and it's been super fun and we kind of gotten to know each other a little bit. So it's easier to read someone when you know them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I have my own tarot reader that I go to all the time and she is like formally trained. She studied and Mm -hmm. has all of the education and consistently tries to improve her skills. So it's something that I love to do for fun and their readings are super cheap and I do free ones all the time. So mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm like going to be making a career out of anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. I saw on your Instagram that, or not on your Instagram, on your website rather, that you had Lisa Frank tarot cards yeah. and that's just absolutely amazing. <laughs> I know. That's so fun. It's just the major arcana. So there's only, I think like 20 something cards. It's not the full deck, mm-hmm. but it's something mm-hmm. that I saw online and the creator who made them is like, if you purchase the design and choose to print the cards, you can't make a profit on it. You have to like sell it at cost. So the designer, the artist who created them is like very clear on her terms of use. So I, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's just so cool. I just saw that and I was like, I need those in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should get yeah. them. They're so pretty. I yeah. love playing with them. Do you read a lot with just major arcana decks or do you use the other like uh, the cups and the yeah the- I, I do a lot with my big decks when i'm doing the major arcana it's more of like the same way i use the oracle if like i just kind of want a general message and not really getting into the nitty-gritty of everything mm-hmm. but like i said i have no formal training yeah. <laughs> well, no, absolutely. i think it's just really cool that you because i have one tarot deck that i bought them on amazon I had a discount code or whatever, and the price came out to be like $14.44, which is like four 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 wow. numbers. So it was almost like the universe was like, yeah, you got to get these cards. Yeah. But I'm definitely guilty of like pulling a card and then Googling like what it means. Yeah. Yeah. How else do you yeah. learn? Yeah, um, exactly. And you have some beautiful decks. Like even if you just go to your Instagram and I guess on the website as well, like you have a ton of really awesome decks. Do you have um, a favorite that you like to use or it really is like day by day? It, it really is day by day. 
The one that I'm favoring the most right now is the She-Wolf deck. There's a bunch of really mm-hmm. gorgeous imagery and naked ladies everywhere. And it's just so like freeing. Yeah, so freeing. And so like like worshiping the female form and everything like that. It's really, really beautiful. And there's bodies of all size and shape and color. And it's just, it's really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's a, that's a vibe. It is. <laughs> vibe. I appreciate that. <laughs> So I don't think it's in use anymore, but one of your discount codes was alien. So do you want to talk about aliens on the pod? Both Megan's, like, if you're into aliens and other Megan is into aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like your opinion. (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, my discount code is still available for Abundance Alchemy. If you want $111 off, Mm -hmm. you can use that code. And And when did it close? The cart closes April 30th, and we begin on May 1st. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited. Um, But yeah, aliens. Dude, the more I watch Ancient Aliens, I'm like, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Like, <laughs> like I don't know. What was the most recent thing that I was watching? Oh, it was like the Mayan ruins. One of the Mayan mm. temples was like a landing pad for like aliens. Oh, and then there was this lake in South America that was a portal to another dimension. And like the aliens would come and like it would hover over the lake and then go through the water and it would disappear. And I don't know. <laughs> it's just super fascinating. And honestly, like, the more I learn about the world, the more I'm like, you could tell me anything and I'd be like, yeah, for sure, probably. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool that you have such an open mindset. Mm-hmm. Although I was talking to someone about this the other day. Megan, have you ever watched BuzzFeed Unsolved? No, I haven't. Oh, it, my God. It's this really great show. I think it's like 15 minutes and there's like the guy yeah, who believes it- in everything. And then there's the guy who's the skeptic. And I just feel like it's like once you're on one side of the spectrum, like you can't move from that side because the guy who's the skeptic will always have an explanation as to why it's not like a thing. Yeah. And the guy who believes it will always just believe it. All three of us are just on the side of the spectrum of like, you can just tell me and I'll believe you. Like, I will. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I feel like it's more fun yeah. that way to just believe that like crazy things are possible. I mean, obviously, healthy skepticism is nice, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that you're not taken advantage of and everything. But I just mm-hmm. think it's so fun to be like, yeah, fucking alien, dude. <laughs> Why I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I'm so with you on that. I love that. Definitely recommend watching BuzzFeed Unsolved. It's great to see their differing opinions, though, but I'm with you. I'm definitely on that more open. Yeah. Why not? Like, give me reasons why this can't be, rather. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there was one scene, they were in like this demon house. And so the guy who wasn't the skeptic, like the guy who believed in everything, had a flashlight and was like, okay, demon, if you are here and you want to rip our guts out, turn on the flashlight. And like the flashlight goes on and the skeptic is like, just a malfunction. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, shifting into that, like, how do you feel about ghosts? Girl, I grew up watching, like, Ghost Whisperer and, like, mm-hmm. My House is Haunted or whatever it is. And, like, Encounter and, like, all of these things. And I listen to real ghost stories online, the podcast and everything, and just mm-hmm. am obsessed. And it's honestly been kind of hard for me to, like, reconcile me not really believing in, like, the Christian afterlife, but also believing in, like, mm-hmm. ghosts and stuff. I mean, I'm not really trying that hard to reconcile it because yeah. it doesn't really make a difference to me at this point. It's just, like, yeah. I believe in ghosts and I believe that, like, things can linger and hang around. Mm-hmm. 
And honestly, yeah. I've never had a, an encounter myself, but I totally mm-hmm. believe anybody who's like, yeah, I totally saw a ghost. Yeah. No, I've never had an encounter myself either, but I feel like I'm definitely one of those people that I'm like, I absolutely believe that things are haunted. I just don't know if I need to meet a haunted like object. <laughs> it will happen. I have had encounters yeah. from a house that I lived in and also more prominently from a place that I worked at at a museum that I worked at. And it's it's fun. <laughs> if you're open to it, I think it's more fun than than not. But I get what you mean about that reconciling, like the idea of an afterlife and ghosts. I feel like for me personally, I've always thought of it more in terms of a way like there's so much energy mm-hmm. in this world. There's so much energy. So I feel like it can't just end when your physical body dies. Mm-hmm. It's something that is so hard to capture with words of like, if the soul doesn't go anywhere, like if there is no like specific after like no heaven or hell, then it has to stay around earth, right? Yeah. Where does your energy transfer? Yeah. 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 It's true. With your clientele, since it's very much like spiritual based business, do you ever have questions along these lines with any clients or like discussions like that? Or is it very focused on money? I feel like it would be easy once you're talking with someone that's very open minded. It's so easy to get into like a million other subjects. Yeah, that's that's interesting. You ask. I've never had a conversation about the afterlife or ghosts or aliens or anything like that with any of my clients. It's mostly geared toward the present and the now of like, our current mindset and how we can have a relationship with money and mm-hmm. not feel like it's ruling our world. Yeah. Almost like mm-hmm. looking more towards the future than like back sort of. Or the now. Yeah. yeah. And with your clientele on your website, I saw that it really like caters to a millennial clientele, but do you ever have any clients outside of that target zone? Yeah. So I have a current client who is I think she's in her mid 50s maybe 60s I don't have anyone younger although I did have a very brief stint on TikTok where I was like I can help all of these you know Gen Z with their money and like people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars on TikTok and I was like so pumped up about it but I was so wrapped up in what I was doing with my business that I was like that felt like a whole different journey and I just cannot dance (laughs) I'm with you. Oh my god. Yeah, I haven't ventured into the world of TikTok yet. Me neither. I feel a little too old for it, but I'm only like, me too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm 27. Am I 27 or 28? I don't know. I'm 27. <laughs> Maybe just a number. Right. But I know you go with numbers, so it's all numbers to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it must be all numbers for you. How did you really get into this specific route? you know, with numbers and everything. Well, my mom and my aunt and my grandmother and everybody has been an accountant or a bookkeeper at some point in their lives. And my mom had been like a freelance bookkeeper for a really long time. Uh, So it kind of just seemed natural. Honestly, I started out wanting to be in genetics. So my my degree was in biology, but I failed my first chemistry class. So I very quickly was like, this has to change. So I switched paths to finance. And Honestly, I love it. I'm a Libra. The balancing of the scales, it's very appropriate for me. I was literally just going to ask you about the balance because I didn't go into finance, but I went into like pure mathematics. That's my degree. And I think there can be a stark difference between just the logic of math and the rationality of it 
and even like just the creativity and the flow of spirituality. Mm. So it's such an interesting mix to kind of see it because it's like you'd think going into numbers, you have such a logical mind, like you just see the facts for the facts, but there's more of an intertwinedness. And like, that's what I love what you're doing with Abundance Alchemy is because it's renewable. Like you can have more money. Like it's not like a set figure. Absolutely. That you're making. Yeah. To bring it back to what you're talking about, the balance, it's been very challenging for me because I've been so left brain for so long and breaking into this, my spiritual journey has also allowed me to be more um, feminine and more flowy and more creative even. I've always had this story in my head of like, I'm not a creative person. But when I started my business and when I started my spiritual journey, it's really allowed me to identify with colors more. And it's so strange because I used to be so like black and white about everything. And I have a lot of air in my chart as well. So I make decisions very quickly. I don't do a lot of research, (laughs) which is like the bane of my partner's existence. He's like, Megan, think harder, longer, make better decisions. And I'm just like, no, that's okay. I'm just going to do it my own way. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then um, I forgot the second thing you said. I said with abundance alchemy it was oh. kind of like mixing mixing the two you said you also said that like it doesn't have to be a set number our money yeah, like, it doesn't have to be a set number like right want it to be very static it's like oh this is how much i'm making every month or like i have this money and now i don't mm-hmm. you either have 200 dollars or you don't have 200 dollars, right like people want it to be very black and white but that 200 dollars, if you want to think of it as a specific number that $200 is constantly circulating. So once you spend $200, regardless of like, if it's $20 every six weeks, like however you're spending that money, it's flowing right back into you in different numbered increments or in different places in different forms. And it may be in like perks, like, you know, getting upgraded on a seat on a plane or something like that. So it's just like things that take the form of abundance can take the place of your actual dollars yeah like money is just energy exactly so the way the energy kind of flows in and out what um, a lovely mindset especially for someone like you're based out of new york now right mm-hmm. and so i feel like a lot of people it, not to generalize but i do feel like a lot of people in new york need more of that ebb and flow ideal with money than they do have yeah new york is such a unique and fascinating place we have lived 30 minutes outside of the city so we used to live like right north of the bronx and yeah you just got a new house congratulations thank you so much we're quite far from the city now but we just moved in beginning of march so i could see the skyline from my balcony every single day and it was something that i could feel like i could feel it radiating this energy of like it is constantly going it's like bumping all the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and There's some great people and places in New York, but it definitely has never been like calling my name. It's been so fun because I used to work in Manhattan. I used to go into the city every single day and, you know, you kind of feel like a badass boss bitch when you're walking around like (laughs) Manhattan. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In the like flow. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. In like the flow of everything. So. But yeah, I agree. Like the mindset is something that I think that a lot more people could have because there's a lot of 
scarcity. There's a lot of desperation around money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you find it different? Because you're from Alabama, right? Do you find the energy of Alabama very different from New York, like when you shifted? And even if you can answer like around money as well, like ideals or if it's kind of the same. Yeah. Um, so, so different. The way people speak here in New York is so fast. And I used to have the hardest time understanding people here because they would talk so fast. And I would just be like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> Honestly, me and my partner, I miss South so much and we want to go back as soon as we can. But you know, we just bought this house, which we love. And we love being kind of out removed from the city. And especially around money, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's scarcity and fear around money everywhere. But I feel like people can live with a lot less in the South than they can in the North or in, in New York anyway. So it's just a matter of like, everything costs five times as much here in New York. And even the county we used to live had a special tax <laughs> wow. that we had to yeah. pay just because of like the city that we lived in so it was like what county do you live in do you live in Yonkers and you're like yes and they're like okay oh gosh there's like more money that you have to pay but yeah like when you fill out the tax forms because we're from Long Island so it's like they always ask if you're from Yonkers and you have to like check off now yeah <laughs> yeah so we lived in Yonkers for about two and a half years mm-hmm. oh, wow. what up to New York my partner got a job here in Terrytown, actually. So we're I love it there. I know it's so beautiful. God, it's so gorgeous. If we can afford to live in Terrytown, that would be I, amazing. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. So he works at a pharmaceutical company and he's actually still essential personnel. So he's going into mm-hmm. work like three or four times a week still. Oh, good for him. Yeah. yeah. That's really nice. I have a silly question. Do you have a favorite number? Yeah, my favorite number is five. Oh, okay. Is there a reason for that? Or it's just... Yes. So it's even. It's even in between like one and 10. And oh, okay. So, yeah. I don't know why. It's just always been my favorite number. Oh my God. What about you? What's your favorite number? Both of it's, you. It's one of those things where I don't know why. I just always have liked the figure eight. Yeah. Me too. Because it's circular and like, it's like if you turn it sideways, it's infinity. Like, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I yeah. love that you both like yeah. the number eight. Since <laughs> I was little, I don't even know why. I just always loved the number eight. But 13 was always lucky for me. Mm. You know what? So I just found out that 13, and I'm not trying to t- like veer the conversation into a masculine and feminine energy like situation, but like 13 has always been a feminine number. So it was always lucky for feminine energy. Huh. Um, but because we live in such a masculine world, it has turned into like an evil number, like Friday the 13th and stuff like that, or like the 13th floor. I'm not trying to turn it into like masculine versus feminine, but I had just found that out and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, some hotels don't even have a room 13 or anything like that because yeah. of yeah. the superstition around it. Yeah, and I've heard mm-hmm. that the superstition started, well... I'm sure there's so many meanings behind it. We could do a whole episode on the number 13. But one of the reasons behind it was like Friday the 13th. Back in the day was when a lot of the Knights Templar were Mm. like executed and everything. So I think that's probably one of the reasons why Friday the 13th became such an unlucky, unholy kind of a day. Oh, it's actually the Knights Templar? Yes. (laughs) Wow. At least I do know that history behind it. Again, I don't know for sure. I'm sure there's other connotations behind Friday the 13th, but it was Friday the 13th that a lot of them were massacred. So just for any of those 
fans of <laughs> Oak Island out there <laughs> that mm-hmm. have possibly heard anything <laughs> along those lines. That's on my list too. The show about Oak Island. I've got to watch it. I got Allison hooked on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on season six right now. So I just got to get season seven. And we probably will have an episode talking all about it at some point. So you can stay tuned for that. But you should definitely watch it. So um, good, but so bad. <laughs> the, like Now that we're talking about 13, do you have a number that you don't like? Is there a number that you're like, oh my God, I don't want to be around this number? Um, That's so funny that you asked that. I've literally never thought of that question. Me neither. Yeah, well, I just thought about it because we were talking about, like, 13 and, like, it being unlucky. No, like, I'm trying to think, like, one, the number one isn't fun for me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but, like, 111 is, like, a great number. I will say I do have a favorite time of day. It's 1234, like, one, two, three, four. It always makes Mm. me so happy when I, like, catch it on my phone. I was going to ask about times, too, because the name of your company is sacred numbers so i was like do you watch for certain times on the clock (laughs) yeah and it's so crazy because sometimes since i'm literally looking at numbers all day long it's easy to see patterns Mm -hmm. you know people kind of take repeating numbers as signs but it's hard for me to like be like every single repeating number is a sign right because i'm literally looking at numbers all the the time But it's funny because sometimes I'll fall in and out of this pattern of like, I'll see the time on my phone will be repeating numbers for like weeks. And then all of a sudden for about a month, I won't see any repeating numbers on my phone and then it'll start up again. And it's really crazy. I've got to pay attention more to like what I'm doing during those times to like Mm -hmm. see if it actually lines up. It's like happening energetically or something. Maybe it's I'm on my phone less. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So where can people find you and follow you on? I know we mentioned your Instagram page earlier, but is there any other outlets? No, I'm really, really active on Instagram. It's at Sacred Numbers Finance and my website is sacrednumbersfinance.com. Like Allison said, we're going to be getting into the nitty gritty of energy of money. And I do offer one-on-one coaching, not in the month of May because I'm going to be doing the group coaching. But after that, it's definitely going to pick back up again, I hope. Yes. Do you want to just chat a little bit about Abundance Alchemy if anybody wants to look more into it? Yeah. So Abundance Alchemy, it's a four-week program, a group coaching program where we are going to dive into a lot of scarcity, shame, worthiness around money. We're going to talk about debt and how to reframe debt. We're going to do a goal setting session and set up our accounts so that you're actually having your dollars work for you. We're going to be signing every dollar a purpose so that when you send it out into the world, it is doing your bidding for you. Even though it's no longer in your account, it's still providing with food and roof over your head and all of these things. So the first half is going to be mindset. And then the second half, I'm going to be teaching you exactly the methods that I use with my own clients and in my own business and in my own personal life too. Yeah. That's really beautiful work. Like it's really beautiful work. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's all the questions I have for you. Well, beautiful. Um, Thank you so much. This is so fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on and chatting with us. I don't know if Megan has any other questions. No, this is so much fun. I am so due to this whole concept. So I love this whole idea. And I'm so glad and grateful that you came on our show. Did you have any questions for us or anything that you wanted to plug out there? 
Um, no, but I'm so glad to like meet you, Megan. And I know we'll be in touch too. And if you want to join Abundance Alchemy, I'd love to give you a special discount for being Allison's friend. And we oh, can, thank you. <laughs> we can make magic together. But yeah, that's all I had too. Yay. Thank oh, you so great. much for being thank on so here. Much. This was amazing. Thank you. I love chatting about all the numbers. Yeah, yeah. I had so much fun. Alrighty. You take care. All right. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Pleasurable Money Podcast. If you want to attract more money into your life, subscribe to Pleasurable Money wherever you listen. And if you learned something today, DM this episode to a friend. Reviews help this podcast reach the rest of the world. So if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, it could be featured in a future episode. Love you so much. Bye.